Hi, thanks for joining us on this week's episode of the Retirement Readiness Podcast. As always, we have Tim Reagan, the founder at Prairie View. And, and also your brother. And also <laughs> my brother. <laughs> Maybe some people still don't know that. Yeah. I don't know. I think everybody knows, but... <laughs> Um, and I'm Katie Reagan, the head of marketing here at Prairie View. And now Alex is going to be irritated because your real name is Katie Umland. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I said Katie Reagan. <laughs> um, I'm Katie Umland, the head of marketing. <laughs> I guess I just showed my cards. Uh, <laughs> and Alex is my husband. Do we need any more family yeah, yeah. How about uh, it? How about it? <laughs> dynamics? <laughs> um, well, today we are talking about the differences between a financial advisor and financial advisors on TikTok. Or TikTokers. Yeah, or any other social influencers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And how they are different um, and what you should be paying attention to and what you should not be paying attention to. Although I think, Katie, that hopefully one day we'll be social. I think I already maybe am a social. I think so. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Today's episode, we're going to be Get Ready With Me. That's a, that's a, yeah, yeah, but I didn't know if you're, if you're going to next call yourself Katie Kardashian. Or, you know, but... <laughs> well, I'm Katie Reagan already today, yeah, Katie Umlin. Right. So who knows who what, knows what, it what is. my name is. Yep. Um, okay. So often we'll see different social accounts, uh, Instagram, TikTok, um, with people giving financial advice. Um, and, and we have talked a lot about this and, even debated ourselves, like, should we be on TikTok? Should yeah, we yeah. be on socials um, in that in that way? Uh, because you can find a lot of really good content also, yep. but it can also be scary knowing what is good, what's not good, what to, <laughs> what are we looking for here? Um, so one thing that you mentioned when I had brought up a couple different videos that I had seen that was like, hey, this seems kind of cool. Um, you were like, well, first of all, th- that person, it, they might not even be registered. They yep. might not be a registered advisor, mm-hmm. um, th- and therefore not um, having to follow any regulation. There is no nobody watching over them, telling them, you know, hey, if you say this, you're going to lose your license. Yeah, because they don't care. They yep. don't have a license to lose, so they can say basically whatever they want. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and it really kind of, uh, I don't know how it is for you guys, but I know at our house we talk about it sometimes. Uh, just because somebody has a megaphone doesn't make them the expert, right? right? Or just because somebody has a microphone doesn't mean that you should listen to them. And or a tiny, a tiny uh, microphone. Yeah. That's what they. That's yeah, they'll hold that up. Do. Like they that. hold yeah. a tiny microphone, which is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. So since our microphones <laughs> yeah, are bigger, the bigger the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The better. Yeah. Uh-huh. The better advice you have. <laughs> and so, from our perspective, you're absolutely right. What happens is uh, many times you've got uh, people that. When, I guess I should start from the beginning. Uh, not all advice on TikTok is bad advice. Right. Like you said there's some really good content that gets put out, uh, but you just have to, like everything else, take it with a grain of salt. And uh, the more we see uh, the world in general, the the easier it is for people to get swayed into things that really aren't really good uh, advice or isn't really good advice. And so from our perspective, just to what you were talking about, you know, the many times as people are giving that advice, they really are have not gone through any sort of extra uh, curriculum, any extra training, any, it's just really, it, it, instead of advice, it's really opinion. opinion. Uh, and so you have to be careful with that. And, and to your point also, as you look at a financial advisor, uh, even financial advisors fall into different categories. So you have to be careful there mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but at least an advisor has some 
uh, regulatory agency that's overseeing, what are they saying? How are they saying it? Uh, and are they actually giving advice that is somewhat? And you, so even general public could look up advisors on BrokerCheck. Oh, for sure. Yep. So every advisor's website should have a link to BrokerCheck, but even if they don't, you could go on the BrokerCheck website, type in your financial advisor and see, do they have any, are yeah. they still in good standing? Do they have any uh, pings against their license. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because uh, you know, being in this industry, it's super heavy, heavily regulated. Uh, so, to your point, broker check is done by one of our oversight boards, uh, Finra, is who does it. And so, you could go out there, and from my perspective. Uh, I could feel almost like it's invasive because it says, you know, did I have any financial hiccups along the way? Have well, I had and any your complaints? personal, right? That, it it yes. tells you if you filed bankruptcy. bankruptcy or any of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, so the the level of uh, I wouldn't call it scrutiny, but but the level of oversight that we have is pretty high. Uh, and so absolutely, you know that if there's an advisor that's giving you that advice, there's at least some due diligence you can do with that advisor to see do they actually, is this somebody I should be listening to? Uh, combined with, obviously, also uh, things like, are they a certified financial planner? Are they a certified public accountant? Are, you know, Do they have some uh, degrees or some other uh, designations behind their name that would indicate, hey, this is somebody that's gone through and, and taken some education to really give really good financial advice versus if I'm a social media kind of influencer, it, you don't know. There's no way to really do that due diligence. So why would somebody, why should they work with a financial advisor rather than collecting their own data from social influencers on or TikTok? Like, why should somebody come to a financial advisor rather than curate their own advice yeah, yeah. based so, on what they see online? Well, and, and obviously I'm a little biased being in the industry, <laughs> right? Uh, but from our perspective, it kind of falls into that category of, uh, how many times have you tried to self-diagnose your your symptoms oh, uh, through WebMD or yeah. right? The first like, thing is like, don't Google. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. you definitely have cancer. You definitely yes. have a brain tumor. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, somehow leprosy has come back <laughs> yeah. and your arm's going to fall off. I mean, yeah. it's, yeah. Uh, and it's really kind of the same thing. Uh, we think a lot of times, and, and it's very common, you know, we're, we didn't come up with it, somebody else did, but kind of where knowledge falls into those three buckets. The things that I know I know, the things I know I don't know, the things I don't even realize I don't know. Or, Which is scary. It is scary. And, and so a lot of times when people do try to say, hey, I'm going to do this myself, you find out a bit of information, uh, but you don't always find out the ramification to that information or the... Until you've learned the lesson. Exactly. Or... exactly. And, and so a seasoned financial advisor should be somebody that can help you to say, let me think about not only this decision, but what is the ripple effect of this decision? And into those areas of the things that I don't even know I don't know, uh, which is kind of funny, by the way. You know, we're talking about this social influencer deal, uh, but if we rewound the clock 20 years, uh, we had people that were influencing clients with with their decisions. Uh, a lot of times, though, it was the guy driving the forklift at the shop, or it was uh, the secretary in the office, or it was, you know, it was people that still had their ideas. And so the number of times we'd have clients that came in that said, oh, I was told that I need to get out of XYZ and buy this, or I need to, uh, I should always put money into a Roth IRA or whatever the, the bit of information that was coming in. Because they I, read a newspaper article. Yeah, or, or they read a book or a chapter of a book. That's or right. It's just a different. It's just a different medium. medium. <laughs> uh, and and there's so that that's not new. It's just how are people getting it? Sure, and much and more, more mass quantity absolutely. at your yeah. fingertips. Yeah. 
constantly. Um, okay. So I've always wondered like, how do these influencers make money? Like, uh, and how do you make money? But is it like, are these influencers influenced or just pushed to lead people in a certain direction because they might get paid for that at like, oh, so suddenly these influencers are advertising this app you should use because they get 10% of all downloads. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like how... Yeah. And so I don't know that world completely, but I do know that uh, things that drive revenue for them are views. Uh, so the more views, the more subscribers that I know that there's a revenue stream for them uh, with that. The I also know that there are times that not necessarily in the financial influencer uh space but in the product review product influencer space i know that you know if you they all have these clicks or these links hey click through and uh you can buy this product there's commissions that are paid when that happens um and so what, so what it's not really fiduciary no uh not not in a long shot <laughs> and so really if you think about it it's kind of like i uh think a lot of times about the old newspaper business uh or even if you think about news on tv the headline is never the stock market went down a little today. No, the stock market plunged, plunged or the yeah. stock market took off. Like, because those headlines is what sells papers. Get more reaction. Exactly. Yeah. It gets more views, gets more clicks. Uh, and so as a social influencer, a lot of times it's how do I drive clicks? How do I drive views? Because that's what's going to drive my revenue. Uh, and so from a, which is slightly different from a financial advisor perspective, you have advisors that fall into different categories uh, or different types. You have some advisors that are, their job is to offer you products for sale uh, and they have to make sure, and so I, I should probably clarify, a financial advisor in this case, what we're talking about is investment advice, not necessarily insurance advice and things, because those also advisors can provide, but I'm talking specific to investment advice. Uh, you have some advisors that represent companies or uh, will represent a product line and they'll offer those products for sale. They have to make sure that that product is what would be suitable to to a person. Uh, and they get a commission many times for that, for helping with that. Other advisors, and this is the category that uh, that we fall into, and because we fall into it, we probably think it's the right category, uh, but, but it's a category of being a fiduciary. And what that means is, that as a as people come to us for advice, our responsibility is to do what is in their best interest. Uh, it doesn't matter if I've got a great product on the shelf. It doesn't matter if I can make a big commission. It does. My responsibility is to do what is in their best interest. And so many times, what will happen is you'll actually see those types of advisors receiving compensation from the client to help them make those decisions, uh, whether it is in the form of a management fee or it's in the form of, I'm going to just write you a check to give me advice uh, type of thing. But but it's very clear the client is paying that advisor for the advice that they're getting. Anytime there's any sort of a conflict of interest in that, the advisor has to let the client know, hey, there's a conflict of interest here. Uh, just so you know, this is this is swaying potentially my, my advice. So, Okay. Um... I'm feeling like maybe it's coming off that I uh, don't, I think that, you know, social influencers or TikTokers are, is a bad thing. And I just want to like put on the record, like, I would love to be an influencer. <laughs> so like, I'm not saying. Well, well not just that, but uh, how many, uh, so I'm not, uh, I'm not a huge TikToker. Uh However, my kids are. And so the number of TikToks that I get from Sent the kids are like, yeah. oh, check this out, dad. It's like 
unreal. And I would never want to shut that down. So, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, so yeah, I don't so like coming the, down on that. No. no. <laughs> and, and same thing with, uh, same thing with, I think we talk a lot of times about, oh, I can just look it up on YouTube and there's yes, a video on how to do exactly. it. Exactly. Love it. I yes. mean, the, the amount of times that I've fixed things, done things that have saved me huge. And so it, by no means is it saying that you only get bad advice there. Yes. It's just, you have to know what, what know you're looking what to at. Look and, for. Yep. Absolutely. And, and know that there's a difference between, uh, you know, the TikTok that makes me laugh because the dad sits there and gets punched in the head with the yeah. can or whatever <laughs> versus I'm, I'm taking some serious, serious retirement advice. advice or or what have you. So, and I mean, it can still warrant a start of a conversation with 100%. your financial advisor. 100%. Say like, Hey, I saw this, like, seems cool and legit. Like poke holes in this yep. or what am I missing? Yeah. We just talked about one in the office uh, a couple weeks ago where they were talking about high uh, interest savings accounts or high yield savings accounts. And that's something absolutely because they're encouraging people. You know, if you've got some money sitting in a, a savings account, don't just leave it in a low yield savings account. There are high yield savings accounts that are out there. It was great advice. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was done in a medium that probably reached a lot more people exactly. who would not be calling a financial advisor. Mm -hmm. and well, I mean, we've talked about it so much because it's, the next generation, more my age and younger, um, that's what where they're at. So they aren't calling financial advisors yep. necessarily. You know, their parents or grandparents might have, but they need to know. You know, there's a lot that they... Uh, 100%. There's a big bucket of stuff that they don't know they don't know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, absolutely. So it's, um, it can be a really great medium. Well, and I think it's even a call out for us to be able to say, how are we going to be able to utilize that medium to reach them? So and to help the masses, you yeah. know, that's what we're really, I think that's what, why you started in this business was you had this call to help people pl start planning. So, okay, now we just have to kind of shift, shift the business to no, that. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And to your point, you know, the, uh, as we've talked, I think on previous podcasts, when we talked about estate planning, your picture of, you know, this big grand estate and that's what yeah. it went to estate plan. Uh, that's not really who we look to serve, right? We are all about mom and pop America and how do we help people that have worked hard their entire lives, that have amassed money, how do we help them to do it in the right way and to be smart about it mm -hmm. uh, in TikTok or other social uh, platforms might be a good way to do that. So I guess we've we've made a couple, not, I won't say TikToks, we've made a couple short little videos for socials um, and debated like, should we keep doing this or not? So I guess tell us if you... Yeah, for if sure. That's something that you are interested in, or if you're like, hey, I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know that we'll be on TikTok, but maybe, maybe. I guess. Um, so let us know um, if that's something that you're in interested in, or if you're like, hey, send it to my grandkids. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, but really, you know, I've been really wanting to veer a little bit off, and I would love to have a TikTok channel that is all about beef sandwiches. So, uh, <laughs> we have a lot of content for that. <laughs> that's plenty. And so, uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, I have to work today. Uh, yeah. I have to. <laughs> Go eat my beef sandwiches. <laughs> you can do beef sandwiches. I'll do hot dogs. <laughs> Pizza. Okay. Yeah, we have a lot. Um, okay. So is there any final thoughts? That yeah. We so the only thing that we would suggest is... Uh, as you get that information, don't just, like everything else, don't use single source information, right? You see a, a, a social uh, influencer that's talking about something, just do a little bit more due diligence, make sure that it is the right thing and a good thing. I you. keep thinking about, um, it's again, it's kind of evolved. It used to be emails and still is, but when you get a, a, a sketchy looking email, you know, you first you look at who sent it to you, it, what's that email address look like? Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing with just look at that TikTok account, like look at that 
Instagram account? What's their handle? Who do, who are they following? Who are they, you know, just do a little bit more or look them up on broker check. Or yeah, if exactly. Well, and, and today, if they're on TikTok, they, they've got a social presence. So usually even just a quick Google search will give you some more background into mm-hmm. what this person is. And, uh, and, you know, if they're also doing uh, TikTok on beef sandwiches, they're probably, <laughs> probably and know you what could they're trust talking them. about. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of the Retirement Readiness Podcast. Uh, we hope you found some of it valuable. Uh, maybe you inspired you to get a beef sandwich. <laughs> if so, invite us. Um, and we hope to see you soon. Uh, and like I said, if you liked any of this content, please like and subscribe our YouTube and our Facebook page. Uh, we hope you can help you to live your legacy with confidence. Be well. Be well.